Hi, everybody. I'm Eric Arnault, and this is Blank Cassette, the podcast that takes a close look at your mixes to get the stories behind the songs. This week, it's the second part of our season finale, so to speak. Uh, Blank Cassette is going to be taking a brief break so I can work on other projects for a bit, so it seemed like a cool thing to look back on the prior episodes and celebrate where we've already been. So this best of mix takes a song from every episode from the 2017 calendar year, except for the one that I myself contributed, because that's just too much reflection that, uh, that I'm comfortable with. Uh, rest assured, Blank Cassette will be back soon. In fact, I'd venture that you'll get another lingering episode or two in the upcoming break before we officially start again in earnest with a regular release schedule. So please, keep watching the Nerdalogs website or Facebook, or, even better, subscribe to the show on iTunes, and you'll have more podcast-ready mixes before you know it. And in the meantime, if you're listening to the show and you're like, dang, I'd really like to talk about one of my mixes on Blank Cassette, which I'm sure describes at least, I don't know, five, ten people out there, uh, we'd love to hear from you, even during the break. Just send an email to mixtape at nerdalogs.com with a track listing and a brief description of why the mix exists. It's because of people like you this show goes on. And go on it shall. This episode starts with songs from probably my two favorite episodes of the show so far. And that's no offense to anybody else, I just think these two are exceptionally great. So up first is Paul McCartney and Wings Jet from Ben Rathert's Volume 41, a mix themed around Superman, made in October 2001 that, Ben realized later, was kind of his way of processing the events of September 11th. The journey Ben takes us on in that episode, from diving into why he likes Superman to how Superman helps him, to what the mix is really about, and how he can carry those lessons forward even to today, uh, it's pretty wonderful, and I think it, it speaks to us a lot. Uh, but I'm a big Superman nut anyway, so it kind of hits me right where I live, but I'm so glad that got recorded, and yeah, it's, it's the best. And then right after this, you'll hear a fantastic radio appearance cover of Big Star's September Girls from Super Drag. That comes off of Charlene King's Feathers and Dustings, a story about a tape Charlene was given that had a huge impact on her life. Charlene's episode is unlike any other I've done so far, in that her audio throughout the episode comes solely from a story she wrote about that time in her life and what getting that tape meant to her. It's far more prosaic and less straightforward than any other episode, 
but I think that gives it kind of a literary quality if I can be a little high-minded, and that in some ways speaks to what I wanted out of this show from the beginning. Frankly, I'd love to do more episodes like that. So any musical essayists out there, get writing!
That was the schmaltzy Steve Perry classic, Oh Sherry, a song that both Tyler Snodgrass and myself agree is vastly underrated. That comes off of Tyler's A Fortnight from the Heart, which was born out of a daily blogging project he did in 2016 that threw the spotlight on a different power ballad each day in the two weeks leading up to Valentine's Day. As an unabashed lover of 80s music, I got super into that, and I've celebrated Fortnight from the Heart the last two years myself. Uh, I think Tyler was maybe even surprised by how much I liked what he was doing, but man, I am always up to share some 80s music videos on Facebook. And P.S., if I were a betting man, I'd guess that you'll all be hearing from Fortnite from the Heart again next year, especially since at least one of our listeners played along after he heard Tyler's episode and made his own playlist that I am excited to dive into with him. Uh, so the third song in that block was Intellectualize My Blackness, an incredibly raw rock track from Skunk Anansi that comes off of Livia Cruz's Badass Chicks Volume 2, an episode that ended up kind of being a primer for women in rock and roll. Livia's episode is, so far, the only one I've Skyped an interview for as she lives in London. Uh, we actually met on Instagram and bonded over a mutual love of Brian Fallon and making mixes. In fact, she runs a blog called Made You a Mixtape that you should all check out. Uh, it's really cool. It was a real joy to talk to Livia, and I will not soon forget this awesome music. Then came Annie Lennox's Why, a lovely song from Amy Burgesson's Sweet and Sour 16, an episode about a tape her sister gave her on her 16th birthday that opened up her musical world. I picked Why to highlight Amy's episode because she has some really great things to say about why that song stuck with her and how it helps her relate to the world still today. Plus, man, Annie Lennox can really sing. Dang, she's impressive. So coming up now is another song off an album that I mentioned last week uh, that this podcast helped me rediscover, Apologies to the Queen Mary. Wolf Parade is an incredible band, and in his episode Modern Love, Kevin Budnick talks about how artists like that kind of cemented his orientation towards relationships at a certain point in his life, and sometimes it's kind of weird to go back and revisit them. Kevin is such a thoughtful dude, and his episode is highly recommended listening for any modern lovers out there. Here's This Heart's on Fire. Sometimes we rock and roll Sometimes we stay at home And it's just by home This heart's on fire This heart's on fire This heart's on fire This heart's on fire 
From this day on, I own my father's gun. A shallow grave beneath the sun. A lady's broken body down below the southern land. It wouldn't do to bury him where any Yankee stands. I like to know. You just heard Lessons from Sone, a track featured on Ian Williams' Playlist Shuffle episode. 
Ian spent years curating an excellent playlist, and for his episode, he chatted with me about a random shuffle that came up one afternoon that ended up kind of exemplifying the depth and quality of his personal library. Every once in a while, I talk to someone for this show that I think could take over in some strange scenario where I was unable to do it, but the show had to go on, which, like, will never happen, but let's just pretend. But anyway, Ian is absolutely one of those dudes. Uh, I've come to find out that, weirdly, there are lots and lots of people in the world who do not internalize the music they listen to the way that I do. I don't know what's up with that, but Ian is someone for whom music means a whole lot, and it was a joy to talk to him for this show. Um, Before that, you heard a double shot of tracks from Charlie Madsen's Abercrombie and Bitch, the only two-parter I've done so far. Charlie's mix was a 120-minute tape from 2006, and my interview with Charlie was so rich that I had to split it up into two episodes. The thing that most stuck with me was, in the first part, Charlie talks about how he views music as a visual medium, in the sense that if he can visualize a song, it makes a greater impact on him. So his inclusion of Elton John's My Father's Gun, like many of his songs, comes from the world of film. But then, Charlie also writes new visual memories onto his songs by virtue of their being present for key moments in his life, and then that becomes a part of their visual narrative too. It was such a fascinating way to appreciate music, and I loved hearing about it. Now, the second track from Charlie is Van Morrison's Crazy Face, included because A, he's Charlie's favorite artist, and also B, I feel like Charlie and the aforementioned Ben Rathert have such similar tastes in music it's almost uncanny. I love both of those dudes, and to my knowledge, they've never even been in the same place, maybe not even in the same area code for very long, but I feel like they would have been really good friends. Music makes connections. So this next track comes from Will Heinmarch's Frankenstein playlist. It's the Decemberist Red Right Ankle, and it was the backdrop for an incredible story Will told about writing this epic fantasy novel based on the music of the Decemberists, then dropping the project, and how the song makes him think of all the creative things he's abandoned over the years. Will's a super thoughtful guy, and his episode was such an honest reflection of his personal and professional journeys, but this song and story was for sure a standout. This is the story of your red right ankle And how it came to meet your leg And how the muscle bone and sinews tangled And how the skin was softly shed And how it whispered, oh, it here to me For we are bound by symmetry Whatever differences our lives have been We together make a limb This is the story of your red right ankle This is the story of your red right ankle chicken man in Philly last night and they blew up his house too down on the boardwalk they're ready for a fight gonna see what them racket boys can do 
Now there's trouble bussing in from out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble on a promenade And the gambling commissioner's hanging on by the skin of his teeth Everything dies, baby, that's a fact But maybe everything that dies someday he comes back Put your makeup on, fix your hair up
Three songs back, you heard the band covering The Boss with their take on Atlantic City, which comes off of Alex Honneth's Alzheimer's, an exploration of Alex's evolving musical tastes. There were a ton of great, memorable songs on that mix, but Atlantic City ended up soundtracking such a pivotal moment in Alex's life, the closing down of a comedy venue he opened and ran for years, and I could not include it. Then came Pantera with Cemetery Gates off of Jim Snedeker's Tape from Tony. That's another one of my favorite episodes of the series so far, and I feel like maybe not that many people listen to it, because almost all of it was heavy metal, which is not necessarily everyone's preferred genre. But with that caveat in mind, I thought Jim's story was amazing. He talks about uh, how his dad's new girlfriend's nephew, so yeah, dad's new girlfriend's nephew, made him a mix that made him the guitar player he is today, but more importantly, also ended up shaping his definition of family. It's a really, maybe even surprisingly beautiful story, because you don't necessarily expect that out of a tape that's literally one-half Pantera, but that's partially why it's so powerful, right? I think so. And then the last track in that block was Semisonic's Singing in My Sleep, off Aaron Amendola's Dizzy Melancholy. That was a really interesting episode to do, because Aaron addressed head-on kind of a running theme in a lot of these mixes, that people feel shame, or they end up feeling shame, about their past musical choices in a lot of ways because they feel ashamed of who they used to be. It's a very thoughtful, intelligent reflection of growing up with maybe questionable tastes and character, truly, but being able to synthesize all of that into a person that you're happy with now. Aaron and I both agreed, though, that even in an angsty late 90s mix, Singing in My Sleep is a vastly underrated bright spot. And that brings us to our final song, off of Katie and Logan's Something New. This is a wildly appropriate song to end on because, fun fact, in a big way this show was Katie's idea. As the ketchup was rapping for the Nerdalogs, I knew I wanted to work on another music show. I was kicking around ideas with the group, and Katie, who I think was channeling her experience producing for another big podcast called Mortified, said, I have a mixed CD of Hanson songs from 2001 you could do a show about. Now, I think she probably was joking, but we all kind of realized... Yeah, I bet a lot of people have mixes they could do a show about. And that, plus a bunch of other factors, kind of led to this perfect storm of creating the show. Well, I recorded a pilot with Katie about that Hanson CD that you'll likely never hear, but it ended up being super appropriate that Katie and her now husband Logan are the final regular episode of what'll be the first season of the show. And what they gave the show was a mix put together at the start of their new relationship. And this song by Rilo Kiley is just such a perfect button to that sentiment and to the whole idea of starting something new and seeing where it goes. So we close out season one with a song called More Adventurous. Let's see what season two holds. And if you banish me from your prophets And if I get banished from the kingdom up above I'd sacrifice You've been listening to Blank Cassette, a Nerdalogs production. All the music you just heard has been presented for critical and historical purposes only. If you liked what you listened to, check out full songs via our Spotify playlist or buy the songs on iTunes. Supporting the arts is the best. If you'd like to hear some bonus material that didn't make the final edit, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash nerdalogs. And for more information on the Nerdalogs and our shows, go to www.nerdalogs.com. Yeah.
will be loved.